Hey guys, Third Instant Gaming here with yet another GXG micro episode. On today's episode, I want to talk about Take Two CEO says Google Stadia over promised. This article comes from Game Rant. Before I get to this article, if you're listening to on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm, I do appreciate you very much for listening. Please make sure you share, like, and subscribe. And if you'd like to help us out in any other way, make sure you head on over to Anchor.fm. As little as 99 cents, you could help us out there. Don't forget to watch us over at 30instillgaming.live. That's our website that has all the information uh, and all the content that we've been doing in one location for you so you don't have to go to YouTube and Twitter and all these other places. You can go to one-stop shop, 30instillgaming.live. Okay, so Take-Two CEO shares his strong views regarding Google Stadia's launch, not meeting expectations, but confirms future support. Google Stadia launched in November of... 2019 requiring a subscription to its stadia pro service while it's difficult to discern the stadia service popularity of success it isn't reasonable to state that it hasn't been explosive adopted of google may have wanted now as excitement for the earlier months of stadia winds down some of these things seeing as an opportunity for reflection and some for criticism even take two ceo strauss zelnick apparently has something to say about the game streaming service now during the recent uh, bernstein annual strategic decision conference zelnick spoke openly about the views of stadia after first acknowledging that stadia's launch has been slow he added that his thoughts to why quote i think there was some over promising on what the technology could deliver unquote says zelnick perhaps referring to google's earlier promises now, the earlier promises from Google include that all the launch of titles would run at 4K hardware, more powerful than the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X combined. Earlier reports show that simply wasn't true. The games include Destiny 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, instead rendering at 1080p, and then upscale. Analysts uh, later showed Stadia unable to match even half the rendering strength of the Xbox One X. Now, Zelnick characteristics the gap between the Google promise and what delivered as creating some consumers disappointed as a result. Nevertheless, uh, Zelnick says that Take-Two is supporting Stadia because it's confident in the streaming market moving forward. He goes on to say that the over time, I believe streaming will work, which isn't exactly a complimentary description of Stadia. Rather, Zelnick seems more focused on the honest understanding of what Stadia offers. Now, quote, the belief that the streaming was going to be transformative uh, was based on the view that there were loads of people who really had an interest in the interactive entertainment, really wanted to pay for it. Now, but just didn't. What to have a console, I'm not sure who turned out to be the case, unquote, is how Zelnick described the current status of the gaming streaming. Now, yet, Zel, uh, yet Zelnick uh, still sees potential in streaming, saying, anytime you broaden distribution to potentially broaden your audience. Google Stadia launched may not have been a up to Zelnick uh, or more gamers full expectations, but is still just the start of what likely to be shifting in distribution. Many current gamers may not have been willing to simply switch to Stadia, but more in the future may opt in for instead of paying for more immediate expensive console or PC time, it will just have to have a popular Google Stadia where the competitors can grow. All right, so here's my thoughts on this. Google Stadia from the very start, I thought was going to be a bomb. Now, there was a company that did this, it was called OnLive, that did it way back when, I wanna say in 2010, 2011, maybe even earlier, they had the online service and it just didn't work out. Now, obviously they weren't promising 4K way back then, but what Google Stadia did um, was basically just like a speed bump. Google was trying to get into the market of consoles uh, without making a console, but yet wanting console type prices. 
and they've also decided that they wanted to uh, charge the games at full price instead of a games of service um, like Xbox Game Pass or uh, EA Access or the PSN Network, right? Or uh, I forget what the PlayStation Network is called. I'm sorry because I don't have a PlayStation, but trying to compete with this with this. Now, in my opinion, I think what Google should have done, and this would have been the smart thing to do, is that they should have taken the the route of not only just the Google Chromecast, but they should have taken, how about Google's website itself? They are on every single web browser in the world, no matter what computer you go to. You could have easily put a small little, um, I don't know, you, you could have given games for, I wanna say a really low price or for free off the bat, a free to play game with microtransactions and you can play it live right through your browser. Now that would have been groundbreaking. If I could stream a game on any computer, on a browser, okay, that would have seemed. Now, obviously I'm just saying stuff and I don't know the back ends of that stuff, but at the same time, they've also said stuff to make a console and it didn't do any of that stuff. So what I'm saying is as a business, they could have went where they already had infrastructure and they could have put stuff. Now it's just kind of an experiment. And the difference between this experiment of this console and the other consoles is that the other ones are proven factors. Now, if there was testing going on, let's say like the Xbox and the Xbox was out there for many years and they tested it and said, okay, well, these are what we did right and this is what we did wrong. And they charged a $350 price tag, but people didn't realize it was a test, right? Xbox is still doing this to this day with, they had the Xbox, Xbox One, right? And then they came out with the Xbox One S and then they came out with the Xbox Series uh, I'm sorry, the Xbox One X, where it was a test market to see how many people would buy this higher end market PC. And that was a testing route, but it's hidden within the realms of, well, here's Game Pass. You can play all your games across all the platforms where Google Stadia was like, we're not offering anything different. We're offering less than you. And you're going to be paying full price for the games you already own. And that just seems kind of stupid, right? Well, who is this for? Who's Google Stadia for? Is it for the people that just want to stay ahead of the curve? I want to be like, oh, I have all the consoles. Is it really a console? I mean, it really is just a stick. It's like a, it's like a fire stick. It's like any other thing. And they don't have any groundbreaking games. They don't have exclusivity of games. And when you're coming out with a system like this, you either need to make it a subscription fee where they don't have to pay full price for the games to play the games. They just need to get a market like Game Pass to pay 10 bucks, to pay $15 and play all the games that you want. Now, if someone has infrastructure and money to throw at stuff, Google would be one of those places. So it's a, it's really weird that they went to choose to try to make money on top of money when they're first trying to break into the market. That's just, you know, what, I, what I'm saying. Now, do I think that this is a good thing in the future? Sure, but I've played Project X Cloud. That's cloud-based service gaming. That's a much better experience than Google Stadia. I've played online way back when on live, okay? And that was a really clean experience. Google stated it's not doing anything different. They're not doing anything groundbreaking and they're definitely not upping the ante or the bar for the uh, for the Google Stadia. So will it get popular? Sure, there'll be the 10 percenters that go out and buy the Google Stadia, Stadia 2.0. Uh, what do I think they need to do right now? Well, first they should have let off with the free the free Stadia at launch, not just the premium version. 
that would have gotten a lot more people ready for what was happening right now. People paid for it and it didn't, they overpromised and underdelivered. And what you need to do is underpromise and overdeliver. And if they gave us the free stadia at the start with free games, and then on top of that, bring out the paid version and then give quality options of 4K and so on, that would have, it would have, it would have left a better taste in the gamers' mouths. These are just my thoughts. Let me hear yours in the comment section down below. I would like to hear what you guys would do. All right. Are you playing Stadia? Is Stadia better than the systems that you already own? Do you want an actual box in your house still? Or are you okay with it just flying over the cloud and then taking that payment and putting it towards your internet speed? Um, let me hear in your comments section down below. Go to 30instillgaming.live. Head on over to the, the bottom of the page. Give us an email. Hit me up on Twitter at 30instillgaming. I do appreciate you very much for listening. Please share, like, and subscribe. And as always, thanks for listening. I'll see you on the next one.